Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host, Rick Saratella. Bringing you the names you need to know first. Since 2002, we are getting down to the nitty-gritty here, folks. Uh, December is here. Bowl season is here, which means draft season is here. And once January gets kicked off and started, the draft process has officially begun. And that's why we want to bring you the top athletes in the nation right here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, brought to you by Parabolic Performance and Rehab. Check out goparabolic.com backslash draft prep. And today we're going to be joined by Vanderbilt cornerback Trey Herndon, someone who has been on the NFL Draft Bible radar now as a three-year starter in the SEC, nearly 50 games played. We're going to talk to him about his uh, upbringing, being born in Detroit, playing in Chattanooga, his Vanderbilt Commodores career, and some expectations for the upcoming NFL draft season. So we're going to welcome him into the show right now on the Defiant Fuel Water Hotline. Uh, Trey Herndon with us. How are you doing, Trey? Hey, how you doing, Rick? I'm good, man. How are you? Well, thanks for joining us here today on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. And let's get into it because the Vanderbilt season has wrapped up and you've had a little bit of time now to kind of reflect on your collegiate career. Uh, what would you take away from it? What do you think you're going to miss the most? And uh, what is your reflection thought process now that you have finished up your college career? Right. Well, first of all, Rick, I think I want to thank you for having me. Um as far as, you know, my Vanderbilt career, you know, coming in as a true freshman, playing all four years, uh, it was definitely a great experience. Um, definitely gained a lot of lot of lot knowledge about the game, uh, along with, you know, schemes, defensive playbook, techniques. Um feel like I, you know, definitely wanted to do more, but, you know, I feel like also feel like my best ball is ahead of me. So, you know, um, senior season, uh, didn't end how we wanted it to, but definitely learned a lot. Definitely gained a lot of team chemistry, and uh, looking forward to to the, to the draft process now. Yeah, and you know you finished up your career with 126 tackles, which is a bunch for a corner. Uh, 25 pass deflections, a pair of interceptions, and um, like we said, making a immediate impact. Being able to come into the SEC, play right away, start for three years. Uh, take us back now early on in your Commodore career. Why do you think you were able to make that transition so smoothly out of high school? A lot of times it takes players numerous years to be able to start. Yourself, you have 36 starts under your belt, SEC proven highest level caliber of college football. What was that transition like? Why were you able to make such a quick adjustment? Right. Well, coming in uh, to Vanderbilt my freshman year, uh, playing SEC ball was always a dream of mine. Always wanted to, you know, play in the first day best conference, you know, with uh, all the top athletes around the world. So coming in, that was that was something that, you know, I had playing in my head, and I knew uh, if I if I could make an impact on the team, I wanted to my freshman year. So you know, really the hard work, you know, coming in uh, pre camp. You know, pre-summer, all the work during the summer on my own back in Chattanooga, um, I feel like that put me in position to be able to hit the hit the ground running as soon as I got here. You know, try to make an impact, and and then from there it just became consistency, staying healthy, and 
being able to, you know, start and uh, playing consecutive games and, and help the team win. Yeah, and, you know, I think the some of the attributes, you know, just studying your game and – First off, the NFL scouts are going to love your size. We have you listed at about six foot one, one eighty eight off of the school side. I think it's pretty accurate. You can tell us uh, in a second here, but also your physicality. Uh, the coaching staff has really praised your football IQ, and and when I watch you on film, I see somebody who's very highly instinctive. Uh, someone not afraid to come up, get his nose dirty. We mentioned 126 tackles. You're going to get right up in there and help out against the run. Uh, I'm curious to hear from you what you think you consider to be some of your biggest strengths or greatest attributes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one thing we talk about in our defensive back room is, you know, it's it's kind of an insult to be called, you know, just a cover corner or just, you know, a run support corner you want to have you know, all those attributes. So uh, working on, you know, tackling fits, run fits, you know, knowing where to fit off the backers and the outside backers and the D-line and uh, which gap, you know, that all comes. It's, it's not just, you know, studying route route schemes and, you know, uh, our, our own defensive calls. So definitely being able to get in the run support is, is something that I harp on because I know, you know, teams are going to go to the run if they if they can't pass, so if I'm not able to support the run, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to help the defense as much. So the run support, and then when it comes to you know understanding uh, offensive schemes and offensive concepts, you know that's a big thing for us too. Uh, we definitely uh, learn how to study study film. You know, during my four years here, not just uh, team concepts, but watching individual players. You know, where they line up from splits inside the numbers, outside the numbers, and what that means as far as what route they're going to run. So just a combination of both run support and, and being able to defend the pass is, is something that I feel like really helped me. Talking to Trey Herndon here, Vanderbilt cornerback on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, three-year starter, uh, 126 career tackles, 25 pass breakups, a pair of interceptions, and – a senior uh, team leadership council, you know, everybody, you mentioned the season wasn't really didn't meet the expectations uh, that you had at the beginning of the year. I know, but you know, before coach Mason came to Vanderbilt, the, the football program, let's be honest, was in the gutter and, you know, he has brought it back to respectability. You guys have had uh, a, a small taste of success uh, compared to before he got there. Uh, I know he made you a senior team leader, especially on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of the underclassmen looking up to yourself. Uh, take us through, you know, what it meant to be anointed by Coach Mason. What's it like playing for Coach Mason? And then also talk a little bit about your leadership skills and the influence that you have had on some of the underclassmen there at Vanderbilt. Okay. Um, so playing for uh, Coach Mason, I actually came in. Uh, I didn't get recruited by Coach Mason. I came in with other staff. Uh, when they left, you know, I heard about Coach Mason at Stanford and pretty much, you know, I heard all good news about him just being a defensive guru, man. So playing actually and a, a defensive guru as well as a defensive back. So coming in and playing corner, you know, I couldn't ask for, for anything better. And uh, once I got here, you know, picking his brain as much as I can. He definitely uh, gave me a lot of tips as far as techniques, 
you know, how to play different size receivers, um, you know, how to how to read, you know, the quarterback, how to read splits, and the stuff I kind of talked about before. So definitely Coach Mason has had a huge impact on, you know, my my game, my game as a player. And then we talk about the leadership role, that as well. You know, coming in uh, freshman year, I was <clears throat> kind of looking for a leader, looking for, you know, kind of we like to say big brother to look up to. And um, so I, I used to always watch the old guys, the seniors, and then when they left, I just would try to fill in their role, even though I wasn't a senior just yet, sophomore, junior year. I just try to slowly fill my way in and uh, kind of lead the young guys that came in after me how, you know, we got led. And then when senior year came around, you know, we put in a lot of work during the summer, a lot of work during the winter, a lot of extra, you know, drills doing, leading a lot of extra drills with the young guys. And um, we had a team meeting and they they voted me captain. And it was, you know, it was a huge blessing. You know, I'll never forget that. And, you know, when I, when I got the captain ownership, uh, that's when I even wanted to step it up more. You know, I wanted to, do more meetings. I wanted to lead even more, you know, become more vocal. So that, that not only, you know, I took that as an honor, but that made me, I feel like that pushed me to be a even better player afterwards. Yeah. I know that, uh, the leadership characteristics, uh, team captains, these kind of players, these are the type of players that NFL, uh, scouts look for. Other things they're going to ask you about during the draft process behind closed doors, you know, they want to know how you react to adversity. And they're going to ask you to give give an example of, you know, a, a, a time, whether it's during your playing career or even off the field in life, we are sometimes dealt with adversity and we have to still go out there and perform. And I think, you know, the one thing that NFL teams can't measure is heart but they kind of try to pick your brain to see how you react to pressure. Can you give us an example of a case where you had to deal with adversity and, you know, how you came out on the other end through that? Uh, of course. So being here at Vanderbilt, you know, it's pretty prestigious college. We go through a lot of, you know, just not playing football, but a lot of classes, a lot of, you know, courses that challenge us all through the year. And um, so off the field example is just, you know, being able to, you know, hit the field early in the morning, have to run a class, you know, have a test. You know, I'll, you know, we may be playing, you know, a top team this week. So, you know, I had to do maybe stay up a little longer for film study. Um, and so, boom, just don't do as well as I want to on the test. You know, being able to off the field, you know, go talk to a professor about it, you know, uh, get their approval to maybe retake it or, you know, ask them for an extension on a paper or, or a test, you know, being being able to come back from, you know, that failing grade or that low grade that you got um, performing on Saturday and being able to come back and respond whichever, that whichever day you decide to or they allow you to take the test and passing. That's one thing uh, I really take pride on because, you know, we, we're working hard both on the field and off the field in the classroom. And then as far as playing defensive back, you know, uh, I always uh, harp on, you know, you got to have short-term memory. 
you know, we always talk about, you know, in SEC, those those guys on the other side of the ball, they got they have scholarships too. So, you know, they're gonna they're gonna catch some they're gonna catch some balls. So, you know, when a big play comes up, like I remember uh, this year against Missouri, uh, the jumped off sides, you know, guy ran deep ball, uh, misjudged it and caught it long ball, you know, uh, didn't score, but he caught a long ball. Is these ball I gave up all year, you know, come to the sideline, coach. I talked to coach, just let him know, hey, you know, that's on me, and I won't let it happen again. And from that point on, the, the receiver, I think he got like one more catch for like seven yards and had to, you know, he didn't get anything else. So just being able to bounce back, have a short term memory, understand that, you know, defensive back, you're going to give up. You know, you don't want to, but, you know, you're going to give up some catches. You're gonna, you might give up a deep ball. But it's all about how you respond. And I really harp on, you know, respond even with my leadership role. When the young guys practice in the game, practice or in the game, big, give up a big play like, hey, man, you know, it's going to happen. It's, it's football. It's an imperfect game. So it's all about how you respond. And, you know, I feel like I do that pretty well. Well, short-term memory, definitely a requirement to uh, play in the NFL. As you mentioned, uh, just so many talented players and, uh, already you've you've faced a lot of players that have gone on to the NFL, and, and we'll talk about those guys in a second. But I know you mentioned the, uh, the the time, you know, scheduling of time and your academics. I know you take very seriously, and between football and academics, it leaves you probably very little downtime or spare time. But uh, give us a little bit of an idea of, of, of who you are off the field. I mean, what do you like to do? When you do have some downtime or some free time, uh, any activities or hobbies that you enjoy, what do you like to do when, when you have a minute or two to yourself? Um, okay, so get a little break. Uh, I really like to go. I like going out to eat. I like trying different places. I like Italian food, so I like going out, trying different uh, pastas. That's my favorite food. And uh, Well, we got a lot in common then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Going out with the team, you know, going out with my brothers, going out to eat. You know, we love, you know, going out Thursday night, watching football, Monday night, you know, Sundays, just watching ball. And other than and other than watching ball, you know, I like uh, – do play a little Xbox. Haven't been able to play as much as I wanted to, but I'm a big Madden guy, you know. So I've been, uh, I've been playing Madden since – just I can remember, very young, I used to play with my with my dad all the time. So I'm a big Madden guy on Xbox. And other than that, it's really I like listening to music. But yeah, pretty much, if it's not playing Madden or going out to eat with buddies, watching watching football, I kind of just just hang out, listening to music. Well, since you brought up Madden, now I got to ask you who who is the top dog on that Vanderbilt? squad who, who's the top dog at Madden on the team <laughs> oh it's me it's me no doubt <laughs> <laughs> how do I know you were going to no say doubt. that <laughs> no doubt anybody well who who give, who's your closest competition then on the team anybody give you a tough matchup that you battle with in Madden yeah my, my roommate uh Zaire Jones he's, he's a young guy he plays safety uh you know we on our bye week, man, we uh we finished our last practice, finished class, and I mean we were just we were in here playing. We will 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 play maybe 
like a series of five because it's, it's just if I win, then you know he's like, no, nah, that was luck. He'll get it, and then we got to play the three. Man, we gotta. Mm-hmm. It's just always another game. So, you know, we're very, very competitive uh, with the man. But yeah, Zaire definitely gives me a, a good run, a good run for my money. Yeah, you gotta get that best of three in. And uh, I will tell you this: you know, I'll be up in uh, Arthur Avenue in the Bronx later tonight, having some uh, testing out some new pasta. So, you know, if you wind up with the Giants or Jets, my man, I'll take you up there. To the real little Italy, oh, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll do some pasta tasting <laughs> together. But it, <laughs> that's one of my hobbies too. So uh, okay, we're talking yeah. to Trey Herndon, <laughs> Vanderbilt <laughs> cornerback, a uh, a uh, prospect on the field, a scholar off the field, and a uh, very charismatic uh, person. As we talk to him here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Now, you know. Checking out your school bio, Trey, I know it says you were born in Detroit. You played high school at Chattanooga. Uh, just, you know, a brief description of, of your childhood. I mean, uh, did you move directly from Detroit to Chattanooga? How old were you? What was it like growing up in Chattanooga? I guess take us through your upbringing a little bit if you can. Okay. Well, yeah, um, family, you know, began in uh, Detroit. I moved from Detroit at a young age, uh, maybe three or four. Um, moved to Chattanooga, and really all my life, uh, my dad has been my coach all through Pee Wee up to middle school. You know, and uh, so that's something that I've just, you know, as a kid, I've always been passionate about just been playing football. I've met a lot of my friends in Chattanooga. You know, we've grown up from, you know, five and six peewee balls to playing against each other in high school. Uh, transition from uh, middle school, I went to a private middle school uh, called Boyd Buchanan. And I uh, went to East Hamilton. And uh, East Brandon is a more popular area, kind of in Chattanooga. And uh, so East, East Hamilton was kind of a new school. Well, it was a new school. I came the first year. In eighth grade, you know, didn't really know anybody wasn't from that part of the city. Um, came in and, you know, kind of made a name just from being able to, you know, perform on the football field in middle school. You know, always was like a kind of a s- small, slim guy that could just always, that could run. So that was kind of something that I used my advantage uh, to make, you know, the eighth grade squad, the middle school squad, and then going on the High school, uh, it just went from there. Uh, I think I'm the first person to, you know, go to an SEC school out of East Hamilton. And one thing I always do is try to go back on our bye week and uh, and uh, talk to the to kids, the the young guys there, and tell them, you know, if I could do it, if I could come out of East Hamilton and get get to the SEC, then they can. You know, always I'm big on, you know, trying to help young guys. You know, I go up there. And, come back and we work out sometimes. We go to the field. You know, I hit them up. Like, hey, man, I'm in town. You want to get some work in? So I always try to, you know, show love back to East Hamilton because, you know, that's kind of where, where Maine is where, I, where I'm from. So, yeah, man, just went from there. So. Well, it's always nice to go back to your hometown and back to the community and, and uh, spread the word, spread the message, and, and 
you know, give the next generation some goals and aspirations. And I'm curious, Trey, to know, you know, when did you realize that you had a unique talent? Uh, Was there a, a certain point in time where you realized like, Hey, you know, my skill set is something special here. I, I have a chance to earn a scholarship and maybe do this professionally. Do you remember when you realized that? Well, I've, I've always had a dream to, to play in the NFL. Um, so that's kind of always been in the back of my head. But as far as realizing, you know, when I when I really realized that I could do it, um, I would say, you know, coming in to high school, ninth grade year, we had a ninth grade team. And, uh, you know, I was just, I was just dominant, you know, I always had the ball, all the, kind of the, all the plays kind of balled around me. And then from then, I remember 10th or 11th grade years when I started getting, you know, letters, filling out questionnaires. And uh, I wasn't really a, a highly recruited guy because not many people that have come out, that have come out of Chattanooga that play. We have a few guys like Bond Bell. He's kind of a big name, play for the Saints now, but uh, it's not really a huge recruiting area. So when I was getting these letters, that's kind of it's kind of reality check. Like, okay, man, this is this is something that I can really do. So that really pushed me forward. Uh, getting those college letters, getting you know invites to camps, and then uh, during Pee Wee, my dad has you know loads and loads of tape of me just running up and down the field, you know just passing by everybody. So it's just it's just always been I've always been, you know, the top top few players on, on the field every time I step on the field since since Pee Wee Ball. So that's it's kinda kinda hit me mid high school years, about eleventh grade that yeah man, this is this I can really do this and, and I'm I'm going to. No doubt about it. Vanderbilt cornerback Trey Herndon here on the NFL draft Bible player spotlight show with your host Rick Saratella and you know, Trey, you're going to get ready to embark upon the NFL draft process now, and, uh, you know, that involves combine training and positional work. I'm curious to know if you have any uh, specific goals or expectations heading into the draft process. In your mind, do you feel like you need to work on your measurables, or do you think, you know, positional work is an area that you want to try to improve upon, or what is the outlook for you heading into the draft process and also you know it's a different type of grind it's 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 a more mental grind you're not you're not studying game film and preparing for opponents rather you're training you know to test well and prepare well and it's a lot of repetition and sometimes the daily grind can be tedious I'm curious also you know if you had a chance to to speak to any former teammates about the process what to expect and, and things of that nature Right. Um, okay, so as far as expectations, you know, I definitely, you know, want to get the 40-yard dash and, and just kill the clock, you know. So my, I know scouts are really going to be looking at, you know, that 40 time, and that's something that I'm going to, you know, work on as hard as I can uh, to, to, you know, beat, beat the time, beat the clock. And then uh, I feel like, you know, repetition of my – position drills, you know, being able to show, you know, lateral quickness, you know, good feet, uh, being able to catch high point, catch the ball. Uh, that's something that I'm going to really, really work hard on not just so I can show that I not only can only just run, 
but also, you know, I can I can actually play football and not just, you know, just like a track athlete. And then as far as uh preparing for the for this process, you know, it's it's a time where, you know, it definitely is gonna be, you know, a lot of mental it's gonna be a mental game, you know, repetition of drills. But you know, I love I just I love training. So it's something that, you know, I'm I'm gonna enjoy. Uh I want to work as as hard as I can. This be the hardest I ever worked because uh, this is this has been my goal since I was I was playing, playing pee wee. So you know now that I'm this close, you know, I can't I can't get lazy. I can't you know let anything stop me from from reaching there. And then uh, as far as reaching out to players, I always keep in touch with uh, our DBs here uh, from here, like Casey Hayward. You know, he's a close friend of mine. Uh, we talk, you know, not only about football, just about life sometimes, but, you know, we, we talk consistently. I talked to uh, Dre Howe a few days ago just about, you know, getting drafted. What do you do when, you know, you get there, going to the senior games, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so, really, uh, what, it, what it's about for me is, you know, working as hard as I can, Killing the clock, killing the forty, killing the drills, um, and whatever. However, I get my foot in the door, you know. Uh, the old heads always tell us, you know, when it comes to NFL, it's not about how how you get there, but it's about what you do when you get there. So, the hard work is, you know, it's going to be a consistent grind, and it's something that I'm mentally prepared for. And I'm, I'm physically prepared for, so I'm just ready for the process. Uh, definitely a lot of truth to that. And we're winding down here with Trey Herndon. Just a couple more, Trey. I saw the school site, I believe, lists you at six foot one, 188 pounds. Is that accurate? And then also, do you have an ideal playing weight for the next level where you'd like to be playing? Uh, yes, that's, that's pretty accurate. I'm about six, six, six and a half. It might give me a half an inch. But, uh, and then yes, one eighty eight. That's that's correct. Uh, I would like to maybe I'll, I'll probably get to that ninety ninety three range. You know, I'd like to play at ninety three, get a little little more weight. You know, for that for that run support game. But uh, I don't think that would be too too difficult to to get. But yeah, so ninety three, where I can still you know have that weight to bring my you know my tackle well be able to run downfield. Provide a little extra oomph on those hits. And uh, he is Trey Herndon, Vanderbilt corner. We're winding down here, running out of time. So, Trey, I'm going to hit you with the last question of the day. We wrap up every episode with this last question. And if I am an NFL general manager, I'm going to give you the platform now to sell yourself. You never know who could be listening. But uh, tell us why an NFL team should select you come draft time in April? Uh, NFL team should select me because I'm going to come in. I'm going to work. I'm going to work every day. You're going to see me doing extra work, extra film study, whatever I can do to help the team. If it's, you know, playing corner, switching position, uh, being being a, a spec guy, you know, kickoff, punt, punt return, whatever I have to do. Uh, I'm really passionate about the game of football, and I love it, and it's something that I've been working on my whole life. So, 
you know, NFL teams should pick me up because I'm I'm just I'm just a worker. I'm never gonna give up. I'm really passionate about the game. I love it. Well, I can definitely sense the passion oozing through the phone lines here, and it's been a pleasure chatting you chatting it up with you here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Uh, again, you know, the draft process just about to get started. So we're uh, we're still four and a half months away until April, and, and, and in the meantime, please do keep us posted so we can keep our listening audience posted. And uh, again, appreciate the time. It's been an enlightening interview, and, and always love to hear the story behind the man. And uh, we thank you for your time and, and sharing your story here, Trey. Well, I appreciate you having me, Rick, and I want to. Thank you, everybody, for listening. My mom, dad, Sierra, back home. My little sister, man. I appreciate everybody back in Chattanooga. All right, you got it. That's Trey Herndon, Vanderbilt University, six foot and a half, 188 pounds, expected to test extremely well. The Chattanooga native SEC standout, nearly 50 games, played 36 starts under his belt. And uh, we mentioned, I think he led – the team or was one of the top tacklers uh, last season. He had like 68, 69 tackles at the cornerback position, which is unheard of uh, for most corners. Finished up with 126 career tackles, 25 pass breakups, a pair of interceptions. But like I mentioned before, this guy, NFL scouts are going to love his size, his physicality, the natural instincts, the football IQ. Uh, not only is he a cover corner, that gets aggressive and is tenacious, but he also helps out in the run. So this is a guy that can really, really uh, boost the secondary at the next level. He's going to be a valuable asset, and he's going to be a known commodity by the time we hit April. I know the the mainstream media, you know, they always want to talk about the first-round guys, the second-round guys, uh, and, and they don't really – you know, go beyond that. But that's what we do here at the NFL Draft Bible. We bring you the names you need to know. And Trey Herndon is a name you need to know and store in the memory bank. So remember where you heard it here at the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Of course, you can log on to the NFLDraftBible.com. We're uh, spitting out new scouting reports each and every day daily. Of course, we got mock drafts and player spotlight interviews and uh, I was at the College Football Hall of Fame earlier this week. We got in, plenty of interviews on the way and just great content. Uh, of course, the whole NFL Draft Bible familia. You could always follow us on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible for everything we do. And we'll be back with lots of uh, player spotlight show interviews leading up to the 2018 NFL Draft. So until the next time, I want to thank uh, Trey Herndon. I also want to thank Adam Seifer. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. And uh, we will catch you next time for Rick Saratella, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>